0: I'm Tomorrow, and I'm Alicia Ante, and, and this is, is Not a health, health Guru, a podcast offering dialogue on health policies, issues, and health promotion from multiple perspectives.
1: Focusing on the alarming health disparities present within Black women, in this episode we'll address the disparities in maternity we face as Black women. To help professionalize and personalize this issue, we have two guests joining us. You guys can introduce yourselves.
2: I'm Nadine Webb, mother of four, born in the UK to Jamaican parents. I've been a labor and delivery nurse, or I've been a midwife for about 30 years, and then um, I relocated from the UK to the USA 25 years ago, and Mm -hmm. I've been a labor and delivery since then.
3: I'm Courtney Presswood. I'm 26 years old. I'm a mother of three. And I'm from Birmingham, Alabama. Yes, Birmingham. Raised in Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: So, before we get into the facts, I just want to give you guys a historical background on the treatment of black women in healthcare. As enslaved patients of white men, black women were positioned to convince their doctors that they were in pain, though still nothing was done. Um, Black slaves were essentially guinea pigs to Dr. James uh, Marion Sims. He performed vaginal surgeries on them without anesthesia and blatantly ignored their complaints and confessed pains. Also, to give a a little bit about um, midwifery, in the 1900s, doctors blatantly um, put out racist propaganda against midwives, saying that they were unqualified to give birth to babies, which is very crazy. We just think about that very fact. Okay. Um, and so this is what helped transition. This is what helped medicine become a business, the transition from midwifery to hospital births. And a lot of the statistics that we're talking about today is from hospital births, not from midwife births. Some quick facts on the maternal disparities that exist in black women. Black women die three to four times more than white women in maternity. Another fact is blacks receive more care in hospitals and are provided lower quality
0: care. Women of color and low-income mothers are several times more likely to suffer from postpartum mental illness, but are less likely to receive treatment for it.
1: Black women also have the most preterm births. And we are least likely to be insured. Another fact for you guys is uh, there's very limited diversity in the medical field, Mm. uh, which can account for this disparity. So here's another fact in terms of quality of care for black women. A 2017 report um, on the national health care disparities, blacks reportedly had worse care than white patients on 40% of quality measures and 52% worse when measuring access to health care.
0: So we have a question for our guests, Miss um, Nadine and Miss Courtney. And the question is, how can the historical treatment of black women in healthcare play a part in the prevalent disparity today? What are you guys' thoughts on that? That's a good point. Else? That's
2: a really good point. Um, it's something that I've thought about for a long time. Uh, the treatment of black people as a whole um, from slavery days has kind of carried over till mm-hmm. today, you know, mm-hmm. and we see it in the healthcare, industry very much. It's still very much alive. Yeah. Um, racism is still very much alive. Mm-hmm. But I do see that there's an effort being made to try to kind of um, make things better, mm-hmm. if you want. But there's, we still have a long way to go because there's a big... Disparity there. Yeah, um, a lot of it is socioeconomic. A right. lot of it is just on education.
1: I remember reading this um, this article like back in two thousand sixteen. A study was done on medical students, and they were asked. You know, if Black people perceive pain the same way that White people do, and they in 2016 they mm-hmm. believe that we did not feel pain like White wow. people did. Mm. Oh, that's you interesting. Know, it's crazy. Yeah. So I think like the historical treatment of us like not having pain. Mm-hmm. It's still well and alive today.
0: Wow! And just like she said, it's not just the nursing students; it's still also oh. the providers, the health care workers, yeah. the doctors, yeah, and exactly. the physicians.
1: And sometimes yeah. the family. Sometimes the family's like, "Oh, you're not in pain; like you're you're That's fine. a good point. Yeah. Or yeah. toughing
2: it out. Mama mm-hmm. didn't do it like that. You yeah. know, I've had mm-hmm. certain women in labor, and the mothers have been there as the like a doula type of helpmate, or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. And the moms would say, you don't need an epidural because I didn't have one when I was giving birth to 10-pound yeah. uh, babies, <laughs> all of my six 10-pound babies, you mm-hmm. know, so you'll be fine. So that, you're right. It could be that the the uh, perception from the family members is that you'll be fine get over it and it's good that you
0: brought that up because one of the largest contributions to pregnancy related death is family Mm. and the patient itself and that's contributing 38% wow goodness so
1: Courtney if you would just like let us know about like your birthing experience with the three girls
3: okay with Aubrey it was it was painful even though I got an epidural um Mm -hmm. and I um I actually lost a lot of blood during that time yeah. Yeah. That. And then with Nigel, mm-hmm. I lost a lot of blood With Nigel and I, it was the same Everything same thing, everything over again But I had to be put on bed rest Mm-hmm. Uh, my um, all three of my pregnancies got the epidural with Nigel The second pregnancy, it
0: mm-hmm. was okay.
3: Then the third pregnancy, it was easy. It was just like a push; it didn't yeah, hurt. It was just yeah, like yeah. A, it, wow. it got easier. So yeah. I mean, I'll do it all over again. <laughs> oh bless you! Oh, I my. will say Even that after the cause kids, thing. kids are a blessing. Yes, yes, they over. are. I yeah. love kids. Yeah, they yeah. are. So it's a blessing. Yeah, but, um, I yeah and then it's, it's life threatening too, though. So yeah. you have to really
2: be careful. risk. Yes,
3: and um. See, with me, all my um, kids was preemie. So,
0: uh, yeah. Yes. We have
1: the most premature babies. Speaking yeah. of, um, today is March 8th, and I think it's very beautiful that this day chose us really to, like, talk about it. Mm-hmm. My, We have an older sister. Mm-hmm. Uh, oldest sister. She's 30? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, she had two boys. Uh, they were both preterm. Brayden passed away in February, Let last February. And uh, Darion, her first, when he passed away this day, uh, a few years ago. Wow. So I think it's just very, very beautiful how he gets oh, to talk about wow. this topic mm-hmm. when he was a part of this, this disparity. hmm
0: Wow. Corny hair, brought up um, hemorrhaging, and that's like the fourth leading cause of pregnancy-related death for mm-hmm. Black mm-hmm. women, and mm-hmm. as well as with the premature babies, preeclampsia. That's eclampsia. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. the yeah. third leading cause. Very serious
2: situation. Yes. Yeah, you like were because I remember when you were scared. yeah when you were hemorrhaging
1: like <laughs> I mean like blood like, like filling oh, the yes, tub up. I was that's like, a like, very well, dangerous. Like it was like literally hemorrhaging
2: like yeah mm-hmm. you need to thank god you're alive mm-hmm. because a lot of people mm-hmm. don't live to tell the tale with hemorrhaging mama what down. is your
1: experience as a mother as a midwife as a labor yeah. nurse
2: oh wow my experience is is quite vast because i um i trained in the uk where i was born and then i worked in jamaica as a a nurse, a regular nurse and a midwife there and and then I returned back to the UK to mm. or rather, where where am I now? Yeah, I'm in the States now. Okay, so I kind of came full circle. I worked in the UK, Jamaica, and now in the States. Mm -hmm. Now, I worked as a midwife in the UK and in Jamaica, but not here in the United States Mm -hmm. because I was concerned about the litigation. Mm -hmm. Um, The amount of litigation here in this country is very, it's a large percentage people. So it scares people, really. Could you give
1: like a short definition of litigation?
2: Yeah, litigation um, simply means that um, you're taking people to court if there's um, discrepancies. Or say, for instance, in Courtney's case where she was hemorrhaging, mm-hmm. and if it was malpractice or the the physician's fault mm-hmm. then she could have sued mm-hmm. if she knew point blank then something was wrong. Like,
1: Hello, I yeah, and hold up let me back <laughs> <out> here
2: <laughs> then she could have sued the physician or the practice or the hospital for mm-hmm. malpractice or negligence. Yeah. Yeah. Say for instance the nurse is supposed to come and check your belly every fifteen minutes, half mm-hmm. an hour. Yeah. Press mm-hmm. on your belly yeah, to make sure there's no point. clots. Now if they didn't do that, then she would have a legal right to sue. Did okay. you have that?
3: Did yeah. They, 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 do they, do they,
2: they do, yeah. yeah. Well, they would have had to with her because she was hemorrhaging terribly. But mm-hmm. I mean, if they didn't do that, then the woman can have all of these clots sitting there mm-hmm. and just yeah. everything building up, and then she. And just... what is that? Is that edema? Like, what is that? It, it's not edema. It's literally just having clots sitting in your stomach, just causing your stomach to swell. But also, it, it lowers your blood pressure, so you eventually would die if you mm-hmm. don't expel those clots. They're mm-hmm. just gonna. Grow, and grow, and grow, and swell your body until mm-hmm. you just pass out. And is
1: that, is that painful?
2: Very mm-hmm. painful. You very think very
1: that painful. may be something that we complain about and they just overlook? There's a possibility. There's yeah. always that
0: possibility. Have yeah. you ever um, witnessed a doctor or another nurse not doing the 15 minutes to an hour check as they should have? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I have. <laughs> because yeah, according zero. to the CDC studies, mm-hmm. um, the second reason why um, women... Black women die um, due to pregnancy-related related issues is because of the providers at 34%, the second highest. I, you know, if
2: I'm truly honest, and I can say this kind of with tongue-in-cheek, uh, I have seen negligence on both sides of providers and nurses. Um, I always prize myself because I was trained in the UK and that's not to put down American nurses.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. American nurses are brilliant
2: but mm-hmm. they are very textbook oriented uh-huh. yeah. and when I first started nursing here in the States I noticed that the American nurses didn't really listen They knew what to do.
1: Were you around more white nurses, Hispanic nurses, black nurses? I
2: would say at the time when I first came to the States, I was around more white nurses. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm not saying that it's just white nurses that do it because I have worked with my own color that Mm -hmm. just don't even care.
1: So since we're on the topic of like different treatment um, that we, that providers provide to the care to the patient i think we should look at the different factors that go into this this disparity itself um mm-hmm. in an article called the impact of racism on maternal health outcomes for black women by gabrielle win she lists four different factors that goes into this disparity mm-hmm. one of them is social inequities the second one is uh racial biases and stereotypes the third one is limited diversity in the medical field and the last one was the u.s government systemically failing to provide adequate care for black women and failed to Properly investigate and prevent maternal mortalities and that that is really deep because just i think it was last year that donald trump passed the the preventing maternal deaths uh it was like a bill Ah. but the thing about it was the it wasn't sufficient enough for black women because it only investigated the maternal death it didn't investigate the type Nicole. of treatment that right. Black women were getting, mm-hmm. and, and what bothers me the most about that is like it's a bill that's passed for maternal death deaths, but like we're not focusing on who is receiving the mo the bulk of these deaths. You know what I'm right. saying? Mm-hmm. Right.
0: And then we do know that an implicit. Implicit racial bias plays a big mm-hmm. part in yeah. because, as yeah. you two have mentioned, you see mm-hmm. um, black patients, you know, receiving less effective care. You know, mm-hmm. they're not really, you know, their doctors or nurses mm-hmm. are not really taking the time out to, you know, to listen to, listen to them. Mm-hmm. It might be like yeah. two minutes. Hey, you're good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. that's it. Mm-hmm. You're good, and yeah. they keep it moving. Yeah. 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 which is very
0: sad and this oh,
1: disparity yeah. Good. it doesn't it doesn't exist just in the united states but it is the mm. most prevalent in the united states absolutely mm-hmm.
2: absolutely yeah
1: and i think it's like what you were just saying about how in the uk you guys were like emotion based and in the states were like textbook, text-book. based you mm-hmm. know
3: well, i want to talk about the time i think this is around the time for dior or maybe this one, I had to go into the hospital because I kept having contractions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So terrible, one day when I had, went, went to, I was at Weston Hospital in Douglasville, mm-hmm. and I was in the house. They let me down. <laughs> so we, and I was, I was <laughs> okay. checked. I'm going to tell you, I was basically forced to get checked. Like, wow. the lady was like, no, we have to check you. So they come in there holding they me down. down, and I'm oh. like... I feel like I'm being you know violated yeah, yeah that makes very sense. violated and it was yeah. just like she was just trying to and mm-hmm. I'm just like no 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 it was like That's I was forced true. and I felt very uncomfortable yeah and yeah. I was in there by myself like
0: wow but since you mentioned that Courtney we do also know that Doctors tend to ignore black patients' complaints. Yeah. so yeah. even if she was uncomfortable, they it would have went through one ear yeah. not have so you know, Very good and not Yeah, point. Like Very we good see point. this
1: historically, J. Marion Sims, and mm. of course he was working with other doctors who were blatantly ignoring, ignoring black women's mm-hmm. um, calls out of for of pain, and mm. it's still prevalent today. And it's yeah, it's really it is. sickening when it you is. think about it. Yeah,
2: because I I've worked at different hospitals. I've, I was um, mentioning that I'd worked in DeKalb County, where it's a totally different ball game to mm. Eastside. You know, the clientele's different. So wherever you work, you will see, based on the population, the general population, you'll see the type of care that you get at the given hospital. Mm. And you know, of course, there's more security at DeKalb because it's the environment in which you live, predominantly yeah. black, mm-hmm. low socioeconomic. Mm-hmm. Um, Poor, probably poor uh, health care, well, not health care, but poor health status and nutritional status. You mm-hmm. know, they don't eat yes. well and so they don't, you know. They're they not able to. It's not that They're they not, don't they want to. They can't. To. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And those are the areas where you have your payday loan stores mm-hmm. and your credit, yep. uh, liquor stores. Your liquor yep. stores, all mm-hmm. of that. You don't yep. have the quality stores that they need to get mm-hmm. good food. And, um, you know, I would see that there's another disparity between the um, the areas say for instance DeKalb and Snellville mm-hmm. east side totally different hospitals but totally different clientele, and so you get treated differently. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And that's why a lot of people would say, I'm not going to DeKalb to deliver. I'm going over to, you know, Lawrenceville, Gwinnett, or I'll go over to Snellville, Eastside, because it's different. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. they know that the clientele is different, so you're going to get treated differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm glad that. Which is sad, but it is.
1: Yeah, I'm, and I'm glad that, like, we are waking up to these things. The AJC, mm-hmm. um, the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, recently put out an article called Care Mid-Crisis. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And it talks about how women who are receiving Medicaid, um, they're they're not receiving like quality quality care, care because they, right. there's a lot of what what do you call it like bias that is placed on them because they don't have like yeah, you is. know a private insurance. There is. Yeah,
2: there is. Do you remember the lady who was on the table and they asked what insurance she had? To you? Can you tell us that story again? Yeah, there was a lady. We were about to do a C-section. I was I was the circulator nurse for the C-section. I wasn't scrubbed up or anything, mm-hmm. um, but they gave uh, this lady i think she was on her sixth pregnancy so the doctor came in everybody's getting ready for the c-section she's all draped up in the blue and everything Mm -hmm. sterile and then she um she shouts to the doctor she's laying down and she said don't forget to tie my tubes and the doctor shouts to the nurse the other nurse did you make sure she signed her waiver or whatever because she was on medicaid Mm -hmm. and so the the nurse said, oh, no, no, she hasn't signed it. So mm. the doctor said, well, I'm sorry, she won't be able to get those tubes tied because wow. the Medicaid waiver had to be signed 30 days prior to whenever she came in for her C-section or whatever. Mm. So the, the woman's laying on the bed and she was so upset. She's like, for real? You mean I'm not going to be able to get my tubes tied? And this mm. is like my sixth pregnancy? And she was really upset. And she's laying on the table. And I, it broke my heart because I thought, You should never be put in a position where you're in surgery and you're asking for a procedure to Mm -hmm. be done, but it's Mm -hmm. dependent on whether or not you have the right insurance. Mm -hmm. Now, if she had Blue Cross Blue Shields or something else, then it would have been no problem. But the Medicaid was an issue. So it shows you the disparity between the types of insurance and how people are treated. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know? So this is 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 economic. It's economic.
0: Since you brought up C-sections, I think it's a great transition for us to talk about it. Mm -hmm. We know that black mothers were most likely to deliver their babies via Mm -hmm. C-section, C-section, even if there was a determination of a low-risk pregnancy. So even if the Mm -hmm. mother didn't have a dangerous pregnancy Mm -hmm. or, you know, wasn't on bed rest like Courtney, they Mm -hmm. still considered it the first option for her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah.
1: C sections, they're they're the considerably safer. They're mm. considerably safer to for the doctor to perform because doctors they just they know how to cut. You know they know how to cut into things. Just pull the baby right, it's, in. Right, it's
2: easy, yeah, it's, it's cut very it's convenient as well.
1: And it's, yeah. it, I think
0: you said they get paid more for that, right? Right. They do. We know in two thousand and thirteen, wow, they do. Um, they do. If you go to this website mm-hmm. called afrometrics.org uh-huh. and type in black mothers and um, the prevalence of c sections, mm. there's a whole list of facts wow. and articles about what's really going on behind All the scenes. It we yeah. know that in 2013, black mothers gave, given c sections rose up to 36%. When mm. they asked the CDC, wow. Why? Why are y'all promoting Or pushing black women to have more C-sections mm. they blaming our Obesity and they that's could not, not Could not that's truly true. answer the question. Answer mm. that question that yeah. just Tells that's us terrible. that um, there, That's really the racist Racial implicit <laughs> <and> bias <laughs> that we See there's the a racial implicit here. bias Yeah that's mm. not so true at all It's not
1: true and, and I was saying earlier When we talked about this amongst each other mm-hmm. I was saying earlier to mm-hmm. Say for the CDC to claim that, that would be saying that almost every black woman is overweight, because we still at exactly. the end of the day, we still have the highest yeah. Exactly.
2: mortality yeah, yes that's
0: not good at all um, we mentioned, we had brought up hospital births and mm-hmm. the C-section yeah. we know that private hospitals get paid $22,000 per C-section they perform, mm-hmm. versus live births, where they only get paid $11,500 mm-hmm. c sections are ultimately more They're cheaper large. to perform
2: hmm or more lucrative for them to receive you
0: mean
2: yeah they're, they're more they get more money from this they're
0: cheaper than vaginal births like it costs like it's more lucrative for the doctors like right. they get more uh, right. they get more Absolutely. money
1: I don't know how the general you know amount of time that it takes for a woman to be discharged after giving birth i remember when mm. i interviewed my grandmother uh and after she gave birth she told me she was discharged the same the night, same night. Mm. the same mm. night mm. and that, that that's a cost, hours too now. Oh really? That's yeah. a cost too. How long you're staying? How long are you three taking
2: days. up this? Three days for C-section, two days for a vag delivery. Oh,
3: a vag? I was for three days. You were
2: for three because you were high risk. Oh yeah, yeah. You, postpartum why. And hemorrhage. then um,
3: mm. the first baby, um, Aubrey, was she, she was in the NICU. Mm. Mm. She was in oh, the NICU yeah. for probably like probably like a month, maybe. Oh bless her. Uh, hmm So you
2: stayed with her in the NICU? Mm. Mm. I come and I see mean, her every day. Okay. Yes ma'am. Okay. Because sometimes they have rooms where the parents stay. And Mm -hmm. Um, and
1: so going back to, to
2: insurances...
1: You get maternal Medicaid, right? Mm -hmm. And it expires 60 days
2: after childbirth, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And that's when your problems kind of Right, your Mm postnatal
1: issues usually appear after 60 days. And you don't have Medicaid. You don't have insurance. After these 60 days, Mm -hmm. like, my question is, where do these women go to get care?
0: They don't. Before that, though. (laughs) They don't. Since you have brought up that after really 60 days is kind of when the most problems start. We know that also... I guess my favorite website according to the cdc Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's when the most deaths occur between that 42 days in that year there
1: there is um this push to extend the 60-day period and i'm wondering like what's going to happen after that you know, when, if that extension is to come about, like what's going to happen after that? You know, does that fix yeah. that? It, it won't fix the issue, right? Mm-hmm. Because this is not—it's not, not just—it's not just how how well do you feel after you get pregnant. It's like what happened mm-hmm. when you were pregnant, mm-hmm. when you gave birth. All of that factors into it. Yeah. It's not just what happened after point. you gave birth. It's not preventative. It's not—it's not an upstream factor. It's a downstream factor. You just worry mm-hmm. about what happens mm-hmm. after the fact. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So and we know that black women. You know, we're at least likely to be insured. I wonder why, besides, like, economical issues. I wonder why. But if you think about that in the long run, if you're not receiving... So, Medicaid kicks in when you're pregnant. Mm -hmm. But what about medical care before you get pregnant? Because before you get pregnant can really dictate it how does.
3: your pregnancy is definitely. going to go. Yeah, definitely. And that's there's a lack. Wise. There's a lack of access
0: to yes. health care. And because, yes. and because mm. black mothers don't have that medical insurance and they medicaid, mm. they start mm. prenatal care later, later. on during yeah. pregnancy. Some of them don't even come to well.
2: way like in the mid-pregnancy. Yeah. Or some of them find out they're pregnant like... Last semester, mm-hmm. Yeah. because it's the it's the furthest thing from their mind. Just mm-hmm. thinking about oh, I am I'm pregnant. Mm-hmm. Some of them don't even know.
3: until Yeah, late is, yeah. semester. Is, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The last. And time. a lot of families they can't even afford it. You know, that's a, a good lot point. Of families mm-hmm. in poverty, can't afford it. Yeah, and it's
2: just hard to come up from. Ground level, yes, for real.
3: And yeah. as a doctor or nurse,
2: you should want to help somebody exactly. Yeah, but it's, so a, it's a money game, though, mm-hmm.
0: it's all about the money. Yeah, I want to jump into the mental health aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just want to mention that Black Mental Health Week is from April the 11th to April the 17th, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, that's something that's coming um, up that anybody can mm-hmm. research more and kind of participate in, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. you know, get more knowledge out there about right. Black mental health, mm-hmm. right? Um, we do know that they are seven times more likely to suffer from postpartum depression, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but less likely to receive treatment, as we had mentioned earlier. Right. There was a study
1: done on um, the effects of C-section, and one of them was a detached feeling from your baby, so I'm wondering how postpartum plays into that as well. Yeah. So Very Mm -hmm. good
2: point. I felt really depressed when I had my... I had four C-sections. Oh. Because I had Mm. to have four Mm C-sections. My my womb had lots of fibroids, and so it was risky for me to deliver vaginally. So one after the other, I was cut, you know. Um, And it really caused me to have a little bit of depression afterwards Mm -hmm. because... uh, I couldn't get up to get the baby and every time I Aww. pressed the call light the nurses wouldn't come. so I had to take myself and try Aww. to get up mm-hmm. to get wow. my child you know so
0: yeah. it does it causes a bit of depression we do know that babies are heavily affected by it too mm-hmm. um, they develop behavior issues mm-hmm. and their cognitive mm-hmm. abilities are lower mm-hmm. because of that mother-baby connection, connection. that they right. do not have or that right. wow. they're up right. and we do know that one problem is that the tools to measure um postpartum depression in black women mm. are not really successful tools because mm. of those studies are mostly based on white, white women, women. Mm. Mm. so they don't really have the tools to even measure right is this black woman depressed does she need more help mm-hmm. and for us black women or black people in general we're not going to say oh i'm depressed you might yeah. say something no. like yeah, okay. i don't feel right yeah. i don't yeah. feel Feel like mm-hmm. myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing that we that I did research and I did see on NPR.org, mm-hmm. black mothers get less treatment for their postpartum depression. That's the mm-hmm. title of the episode. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. this article I read on this black mother when she mm-hmm. was dealing with her postpartum depression. I don't want people think I'm a bad mother. Oh, she's a bad mother. She needs help. Oh, she's getting psych- yeah. psychological help. Mm-hmm. She's a bad mother, and she's afraid that they're gonna take away yeah. her kids. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, see, yeah, that's why I don't Never tell the doctor. Okay, um,
3: you know, because yeah, they'll true. think like, okay, we need to take right. her kids. She, yeah, that's, sad. That. That's, yeah, that's sad. That's very sad. You can't
1: yeah. confide in your doctor yeah. about your mental mm-hmm. state because you yeah. you don't want your children taken away. Mm-hmm. Period. That's
0: like, true. Right. Um, it's more common for my minorities to have physical symptoms of depression. Right. It might be a headache. It yeah. might, you know, anxiety related mm-hmm. stomach aches. Mm-hmm. So even though we might not really be feeling it emotionally, mm-hmm. the physical symptoms are there okay. right. There, if the doctors would just pay more attention or there ask more questions. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think, too, yeah. like when we're talking about C sections and the, di- the dynamics of the black family and how much they've been changing, you know, since we were. Um, held captive and brought over here to the states it's important to look at how we talk about the mother baby mother baby bonding but what about the father like the father he can't you know pick up his baby and you know take on that manly position Mm -hmm. of of caring for his baby it's just Mm -hmm. You know, the C-section affects everybody in the yes, family. And I'm mm-hmm. glad you
0: brought that up about the mm-hmm. Fox because with postpartum depression, mm-hmm. the black mother is not being educated about the postpartum mm-hmm. depression and neither is the uh, black fathers. Uh, yeah. so they don't, they don't damage, really know how to deal yeah. with that, that, that could damage their relationship. They don't know yeah. how to support it or know That's what to do. That's very deal. important. Yeah. This, mm-hmm. this disparity. Yeah. So there's
1: this quote, a nation is only as healthy as the women are. Yeah, And it's important yeah. to talk about this disparity because it's, it does not... Courtney hemorrhaging, it doesn't just affect Courtney, right? Exactly. It affects me. Mm. It affects my mom. It affects the babies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not just the woman, it affects everybody. Exactly. Yeah, that's
0: a good Yeah. Thing. But we do know that um, Representative Robin Kelly, um, I think she's Democrat, Illinois. Mm-hmm. Um, she wants to create or has put in place this act called the Mamas Act, okay. and that is to prevent maternal mortality. Mm-hmm. We have this African American woman in place mm-hmm. of Congress, still trying to implement change. Mm-hmm. Oh, so we wow. have, mm-hmm. at least, I can truly say that we do have people fighting for change. us in Congress. And, uh, right, mm-hmm. right. But there's, right. Still yeah. 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 there's still not enough representation. There's still not enough
3: fight. A lot of black. Like, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, for sure. No.
3: So,
1: let's talk about -hmm. about what's local and immediate for us, right? Let's talk about Mm -hmm. these statistics Mm -hmm. in the Mm -hmm. terms. (laughs) (laughs)
0: I'm sorry.
1: (laughs) Let's talk about these statistics in Georgia. Mm -hmm. All right, so brace yourselves. Mm -hmm. Um, Half of the 159 counties in Georgia Mm -hmm. do not have an OBGYN. Oh, wow yep go. right a lot of, a lot and don't go the right new Georgia mothers are 52 percent more likely to die in the first year after birth compared mm-hmm. nationally this isn't just for black um, just isn't just for black women yeah. um, but like we said earlier we do know that black women die three to four more times mm-hmm. um, but the thing is that Georgia's ho- Georgia hospitals are struggling financially because there's mm-hmm. been many cuts mm-hmm. and when when there has been cuts administered, administered to these hospitals yeah. the first thing to go yeah. is the obstetrics unit that's a good point mm. yeah
2: so you're right about that in one in eight
1: georgia hospitals mm. out of 160 have cut their units yeah. over the last five years they
2: cut hillendale the year after it was open brand new beautiful facility really cut it why are you cutting it we're not making enough money mm.
0: they just so, resigned it. and it was
2: in a predominantly black area
0: mm-hmm.
2: <sighs> it's a concern you know it makes you wonder why why cut it so everybody had to be redirected if you if you were getting care there you had to go back to the other hospital
1: so it's funny that you know we don't have the best the best um care facilities in Mm -hmm. our neighborhoods our Mm -hmm. black neighborhoods Mm -hmm. but in black black and hispanic neighborhoods let's not forget about hispanics too right they suffer these disparities but you know we're focusing on black women because we have it the most
3: um
1: but let's Let's talk about how like in our our black communities, mm-hmm. we don't have as many quality hospitals or healthcare facilities, but we have a lot of mm-hmm. we have a lot of uh, abortion clinics. Mm-hmm. Um, Good point. Yeah. And I, I really I don't want to be like very political, but. Like, what's the deal with that? Like, mm-hmm. and Margaret Sanger, the founder of Planned Parenthood, she was heavily into eugenics. Eugenics mm-hmm. is basically um, getting rid of, getting rid of mm-hmm. a population. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. I believe so. Yeah. It's, it's kind of a deep point. one.
1: But yeah, but it's deep. We say, like, insurance factors into this, you know, Medicaid, um, you know, our voice is not being heard. Hmm. And, no. um, young um,
3: teenage,
1: teenage pregnancies, pregnancies yeah. Yeah. um um and we also see that in our neighborhoods we don't have access to the best food we're, we're living in a Ooh, lot of food deserts food. Yes. food swamps yeah. so with that being said we factor into like ec- the economics of the situation and we also talk about the race of the situation right mm-hmm. and a lot of people can argue or blame, rather, that this, like, black women are just poor. They're just not receiving the best care, which in itself is problematic to say. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about celebrities like Serena Williams and Beyonce mm-hmm. and other mm-hmm. women who are high up on the economic ladder mm-hmm. and still almost died in childbirth because their voices weren't heard. Mm-hmm. The
0: doctors ignore her when she said she wasn't mm-hmm. feeling right. And she could have died and she because already, of their mm-hmm. lack of
1: care. Right, and she... Serena, she's That's going through some. She's going yeah. through some issue. I don't. I don't know the name of it, but she had been dealing with it before she got pregnant. Mm-hmm. And when she got pregnant during childbirth, she was trying to tell them like, "Can you do this, this, and this? This is what was I need it, you to what do." Was, her
0: issue? was it pulmonary embolism? Did I, she have a, I think so, like a maybe clock in the lungs. I think because like now she, she had to wear like a special suit right. to keep her clots right. keep her mm-hmm. everything moving, mm-hmm.
2: the blood circulating. Probably, wow. it probably was a pulmonary embolism.
0: Yeah, and I
2: mean, I was thinking that you're either. Are very rich and, or very poor and you yeah. don't get good health care mm-hmm. for one reason or another you know you have to be either very rich where people just don't listen to you because you're so rich mm-hmm. or you're so poor that people don't just go listen to you anyway mm-hmm. you have to kind of be in
0: between where you can argue your case properly. yeah, yeah. 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 So uh, on hrsa.gov, maternal mortality in the United States, this is between 1935 and 2007. Mm -hmm. Um, Between 2003 and and 2007, black women in high poverty groups had a 35% high mortality in low poverty groups. But Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that there's still not deaths on both sides of the Mm -hmm. spectrum. Mm -hmm. So rich or poor, we are still not receiving the care that we should receive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Yeah,
1: I think I think they you know they both matter. Mm-hmm. Um, they definitely both matter. You don't have mm-hmm. enough money, we don't listen to you. You got too much money, we don't listen to you. Exactly. You black, we don't wanna listen to yeah, you. We're, like we're, don't like don't threaten my intelligence. Yeah. I mm-hmm. went to school for four years. Exactly. I went to school for sixteen years. No, I get over yourself. Get, yeah. over yourself. get
2: over
0: yourself. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, we know that um where well, we researched that Doctor Annie. Mm-hmm. Um, this is on um, afrometrics.org. Mm-hmm. And the article on um, afrometrics.org is Black Mothers and C-Section Births, mm-hmm. Commoditized Oppression and es- Existential Violence. Mm-hmm. We know that Dr. Annie said that giving Black Mothers C-Sections is a uh, existential violence, the same as police brutality yeah. against Black people. Yeah. It's a violation. Um, yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. The
1: it's uncalled reasons. for. Yeah. It's
0: literally
2: uncalled for.
0: Yeah. <laughs> she says that, you know, it's kind of like a way for um, just white people or the white population to still have that control on black mm. labor slavery, having yes. as they did in slavery. Come mean, on black now. Now you Or point. controlling when they gave birth, mm-hmm. how they gave birth. Yeah. So that's yeah. still something that's very, that's, that's a, a very point. real issue. Yes. Yeah, so, um, so in her argument, yeah, we should really, really yeah. think about and go back to and study yeah. the African traditions of giving birth and how yeah. we gave birth in yeah. our own communities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, good
1: point. And I mean, if you just think about that, like the original plan from the beginning was to put racist propaganda against mm-hmm. women of color. Mm-hmm. They, they that they weren't equipped enough.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: To, I mean, what's more equipped than actually doing it yeah. and doing it successfully yeah. and yeah. with love and with care? What is exactly. more equipped than that? That's
2: love is what's going to make us stronger you and know? we need to unite. Exactly. That's right. You Courtney,
1: know? so mm-hmm. speaking of love and um, labor. You said you liked it, your Dr. Shannon. This is the doctor who came in and helped you, you know, give birth. Gosh. What did Dr. Shannon do that, that made you like Dr. Shannon?
3: She just made me feel comfortable. She was at ease with me. Mm-hmm. You Peaceful. You know, not trying to, you know, rush it. You know, she's mm-hmm. like, it's going to be okay. You know, just being a good doctor. Just being patient with yeah, me sure. on my level. Instead That's of trying beautiful. to get over me. Mm-hmm. Trying to get ahead of me. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely love Dr. Shannon. Like, yeah. definitely love her. She's mm-hmm. sweet nice. That's good -hmm. That's a good experience for you to remember I I love Dr. Shannon
1: Yeah. So I mean what can we We talked about it now like what do you guys Suppose we can do about the issue Like on the individual level On the government level Get
3: more people black women together Mm. And talk about it Because a lot of black women Mm. don't you know, try to focus on it. They like, okay, I'm gonna have baby, right. and be good. You know? And they don't know the consequences yeah. behind it. Mm-hmm. This is like,
1: it's kind of the cycle of poverty. It kind of reminds me of like, we're so, like, in a cycle of poverty, you're so focused on just living yeah. to the yeah. next day. day. Exactly. So just talking about it more. What yeah. else do you guys think?
3: Putting it out there on social media.
1: Mm-hmm. So you're going to promote this episode? mm mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. yeah. I can't wait to talk about y'all. Yeah. Keep helping all females too. Right? Yeah. Y'all black females.
2: It's yeah. just crazy. Be proud of who we are yeah. and just love on yeah. each other.
0: Mm-hmm. I know some other recommended things we can do. Mm-hmm. Just improve mm-hmm. training between doctors and nurses. Oh, yeah. Helping mm-hmm. them understanding the black dynamics of the black women, black right. families, black male. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, just improving that yeah. access to care, you know, because mm-hmm. in our black communities, like, there's more abortion clinics than right. extra, yeah, even urgent yeah. care clinics or even hospitals that's yeah. close yeah. to yeah. us. That's going to provide us with the adequate, ad- adequate care that we need.
1: Yeah, that's really good. I think mm-hmm. definitely focusing on educating. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how much you can educate someone to love,
3: mm-hmm. but educating
1: them yeah. on yeah. you yeah. have we have to we have to mm-hmm. do that. Like, cause some people are just. This is not like structured solely in racism. I think it's heavily stru- structured in racism, mm-hmm. but some people are just racist because they're like literally they ignorant. They literally don't know. They don't know. know. They they don't don't know. Um, mm-hmm. Just follow. so definitely like having. Mm-hmm. Having those type of like teachings, I like make those mandatory, and it's it's really mm. sick that mm. we have to like teach people to Ain't love black t- people. Yeah, yeah it um, is. So sad. You know, but that's a good <laughs> so point. Sad. I think yeah. too. I think it's important that we also take um, some responsibility. If that's okay to say, I'm not saying that we are responsible for this disparity,
3: mm-hmm. but
1: I think as a nation we can be healthier. Yeah,
3: mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. As a
1: nation of black people, we can be healthier. Yes, mm-hmm. we
3: can. Yes. We can be healthier, yes. more
1: preventative because, in our health yes. versus just treating things.
0: Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because like, like we mentioned earlier, that 38% of deaths do come from us and our families. Mm-hmm and that could be a responsibility as well as a lack of knowledge because yes. what we don't know we cannot prevent right yeah. right right, right. Mm-hmm.
2: Yep.
1: and also like i was saying i was afraid to say that you know it's a, we need to take um accountability but when you're when you're poor and you're living in a food desert and the closest thing mm-hmm. to you is a rallies and a mcdonald's, McDonald's. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. What can
1: you really? What can you really do? And so, this mm-hmm. is what this is why I appreciate public health and mm-hmm. policy, mm-hmm. because policies can change these things. There's like things mm-hmm. called um, food zoning laws. You can have a certain amount of restaurants, yeah. uh, fast food restaurants, in a certain vicinity. Mm-hmm. So different things like policies, um, taking accountability for our own health. Mm-hmm. Um, Alicia Ante mentioned um, education mm-hmm. for the healthcare providers and the families as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think just you it. it. I mean, you set it off. Even if yeah. it's just
0: just us going yeah. into those communities and trying to educate them yeah. women our yeah. Yeah. yeah, we yeah. need, we can need make to make a do big that.
3: difference. Yeah, yeah they right. 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 <laughs> so, um, last
1: thing I think we could um, do better in, mm-hmm. and is this can go from an individual level to a governmental level, right? Uh, just having. Better access for black people to get into the healthcare field because mm-hmm. if it's more of us in that field, we have more representation, and yeah. I believe we will have better care of each other. And it's
0: also learning that racial bias you have learned mm-hmm. looking at your own people, is yeah, like, examining yourself. Oh, I know she's doing this, this, mm-hmm. and that, yeah, and when mm-hmm. really she. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't know what she's doing, yeah. exactly. but you did provide with the same type of care, respect that you do with somebody as a white woman, exactly. as an Hispanic mm-hmm. or an Asian woman. Oh. Mm-hmm. So not only do they have to learn and have and provide better access to care, but so do we. Mm-hmm. Because we could be racially biased towards our own people because, mm-hmm. of, because, because of, of what we have yeah. experienced. Experience. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, I, I think
1: mm-hmm. we're pretty much wrapped up in the conversation. It's very beautiful. So, um, Mrs. Nadine and Courtney, thank you guys so much for being part of this conversation. Thank you, you Money, you're for your so welcome. Words <laughs> <it can. laughs>
0: We're coming to the end on this episode of Maternal Disparities of Black Women. Um, just for the audience, um, how do you feel about what we discussed? Do you agree? Do you do you disagree? Do we have anything to add? We would love to hear about your personal experiences as well. Yes, <laughs> we definitely yeah. wanna
1: have you guys we definitely wanna have you guys chime in. If you are an activist in any way in this conversation, we would love to engage with you. Um and we just we wanna talk more, we wanna do more than talk about this this disparity we want to make a move in this disparity um so if you would engage with us on our uh, ig our instagram is at not a health guru underscore don't forget the underscore and you can also stream us through the anchor fm app we're also available on spotify and apple
0: podcasts for our next upcoming episode we will be talking about the increase in suicide rates among african-american men and boys so stay tuned for that